grow check it out how how do they check it out you know how you want to know how to check it out go to the stonermom.com forward slash grow it's a beautiful book um david designed it and it's awesome yeah check it out so the best part thing about this book is that it will tell you exactly step by step how to uh set up your own grow space for very plentiful um, cannabis grow for plentiful harvest time. Yeah. That's right. And then you're growing your own. And if you ever have been intimidated about wanting to check it out, this is why you want to read this book because we don't shove things down your throat that you got to do. It's all about just the gentle way of approaching it and not being judged for it. Just do it. Just try it. Like how a mom would do it. <clears throat> yeah. Like in a very uh, nurturing. Non- yeah. Good job. You did this kind of way. Okay. So check so it out. So anyway, yeah, check it out. Go to thestonermom.com forward slash grow. What's up? What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com, and I'm joined by my... Beautiful husband. Beautiful. Blavid. You're beautiful. We are parents to four and illegal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. Yep. Hi, beautiful. What's going on? You're beautiful. You are. You are. You get your hair done today. You look so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But you always look gorgeous. <laughs> and stop. Don't go to sleep. Right? Um, <laughs> you look beautiful. Your hair looks gorgeous. Are you really touching my hair right now? Yeah. Is that okay? It's so good. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, yeah, this is uh, our first snowy day in the wonderful state of uh, Colorado. Well, in our neck of the woods, anyway. Mm-hmm. We woke up to snow. But it's gone now. But you it's know, gone. It just looks like fall. Yeah, it's beautiful outside. But, um, yeah. How'd you guys like last week's episode? We loved it. Thank you. Oh, my. You had a guest. You Please, have more guests. You're a big time now. Yeah. If you did like us having a guest on, we'd sure would love to hear your thoughts. Because um, maybe we could have more. I don't know. We don't know what you want to hear. All right. I'm doing a dab. What are you doing there? What kind of dab? I am doing a dab from Distill It. This is green clack. <laughs> green quack. <laughs> clack. <laughs> are you doing green clack? I'm doing green crack. Ah, green crack. Okay. <laughs> Which doesn't sound, it does not sound that much better. But green crack is a pretty popular stream. Mm-hmm. And I'm using my Chrome Dome e-nail, which was sent to me recently. And I tell you guys, it has changed my dab life <laughs> big time. First of all, I like to say right now it's getting hot, right? It's getting up to like 800 degrees right now. Just this little e-nail thing. And um, you can't hear anything, can you? Yeah, there's no... 
for like ever. Right. It's completely silent. It doesn't get hot. It's cool to the touch right I now. I can't. Let me touch that. It's crazy time. I didn't even realize that. Um, I'm talking about like the power source thing. Yeah, the power source. Like, oh, um, cool. so then it's connected to like this long cord, which is very nice. What is it called when it's like covered in this? It's like you know old timey fabric covered cord. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Because you get the sense that the stuff is like this is fireproof or some shit. You know. Yeah, and then that attaches to a <clears throat> coil, like a hot coil. Yeah, like the, the big, huge, grown up version of what you see inside of. Um, Little vaporizers that you use for concentrates. Or your stove, right? Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's cool. And you so love that it. coil part, that's what gets hot. And you attach that, you touch that to whatever your banger is. Um, and this particular chrome dome thing came set up with uh, like two interchangeable male-female like banger type things. What are they called? Nails? E-nails? Nails? Whatever. Titanium nails. Those things. Anyway, and then it also came with a rig, which is really cool. It's called the microscope, and it's shaped just like a microscope that you, like, put your eyeball to and look through. It's really, really cool. I didn't expect that. Um, I knew I was getting an e-nail from them, but... I, I just love that it came with this rig part. You can get the whole setup on their website, too. The it's same cool. one that they sent me. It is really, really cool. I highly recommend it if, like, you know, you're ready to make some investment My in, God, like, dabbing. Be... It's whew, it's awesome. This is and it's the not best that, way, yeah. Yeah, I totally think it is. I think it's very, like, friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's approachable, um, though it does take a little bit of took like a long time for that first session to happen yeah but you got it dialed in but now i have it dialed in she knows what she's doing here she goes no torch sounds dang so i have to i'm just you know i'm gonna do a review of this and they haven't you know what i mean yeah and you know it's gonna be glowing i love this thing i love it patreon slayer's corner slayer's corner (laughs) 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 all right Yes, Patreon. <clears throat> this is the part where we read off the names of all our wonderful patrons who are also known as the Slayers. Patreon's Corner. <laughs> no, Slayers Corner! Slayers Corner. And if you want to become one, go to patreon.com forward slash Madas. M-A-D-A-S. Is that your radio announcement voice? Yes. Do you like it? No, it's too soft. Oh, okay. How's this? Much better. Much better. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, this is kind of like a well, you, do late you night DJ or something. No, you read them. Should we read? Maybe we should go back and forth. All right. Oh, my God, you guys. Whoa. All right, who goes first? You can go first. All right. Thank you, too. Chad and Terry. Catherine. Megan. Hi, Mom. Podcast. Beth Ann. Catherine. Katie. Say it. Good eye, Katie. And, and Jody. Dun, 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 dun. Is Jody our OG original? OG. So she's the alpha. She is. Joda's the alpha. Joda. Oh my God. Joda. I'm doing too many drugs. 
Media time. Media time. It's your favorite time. Media time. Okay, welcome to I media time. I have so much time. media that I've been enjoying recently. It's mostly all you, baby. Look, do you want to? Do you want to tell us about First what you've all, been watching? There, no, there's a podcast that I've been listening to called Spooked. I've been listening to it in- informally. I know that you probably think it's dumb, but I like it. And I, I don't think it's dumb at all. I love it. Okay. God. Sorry. It's by Snap Judgment, which is another. It's a good one. Long living podcast series. Anyway, it's like scary stories. And I thought it would be too scary for me, especially if I'm like alone in the house. But I love them. And they're not really that scary at all. But they're cool. And I like that they're told by um, different people. Yeah. And there's this like one border patrol agent who's my favorite uh, guy because he has some legit spooky ass stories going on. Uh, you know, I'm stoned. I want to listen to some of those because I haven't like listened to them myself. I only listen to them when you're in the room. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, Stoner Mom's so stoned right now. Oh, it feels really good when you do that. Can I just say I got my hair done? I said that right, and that lady, her name is Jamie. She really rubbed the fuck out of my head and scalp during my shampooing and conditioning. And then she put a bunch of conditioner on my hair and put a hot towel on my head. And then I laid there after a fucking neck and scalp massage that was epic and wonderful. I was in heaven. I was like passed out in the shampoo bowl. Good. I know. I oh. I'm like so my glad. tongue was like hanging out. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. It was great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, yes. Media. Media time. What have we been watching? Okay, so, well, we've been watching. You went on a British kick, which you oftentimes do. I, it, well, no. I mean, Sometimes I often want to, but then I feel find myself limited in certain ways. Yeah, because you just can't find your resources, right? Yes. But you did find a few this uh, past few days. Let's talk about them. First of all, you watched Madame Bovary. Is that British? Yeah. It was a British production? Yeah, it was a British production. Really? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, except for you're right, because What's-His-Face was in there. Who? Uh, Paul Giamatti. Yes, he was. But there were And I swear, like, the lead girl was, like, Russian or something. I thought she was English. You know why I just think that? Cause she... No, because her name is, like, starts with a Y. Oh, you're long. right. You know what? I'm confusing fucking... Castle, what's her face? Castle Maine. Oh, with yes. I'm putting those together in my brain. So, forgive me. You're right. It is not a British thing. <clears throat> Maybe it is. I don't know. We watched that, and that's on Netflix, right? Yes, we watched Madame Bovary. I guess it, I don't remember what year it came out, but there was some recent take on Madame Bovary, and I only saw it because it just popped up on Netflix, and I was like, "Holy shit, that could be okay." And so we watched it. I mean, I watched it. We watched it. it, We watched it on my computer, which is. That's how people watch TV. It's like a casual experience. It feels non-committal to me. It was fun. Yes. Uh, Um, Because you can do other shit. (laughs) And then we watched a little series called Um, Power and the Passion. Okay. This is a BBC series from like 2003 or four. Um, 
very British production here. Yeah, and I feel like you might have to be an Anglophile to be even remotely interested in this. So if you are interested in that sort of thing, it's all about Charles II, um, the restoration of the monarchy. Um, and it's awesome. It's so scandalous. There's so much uh, just ridiculous sex. You want to know how you can really, um, you really get into it? Hmm. You got to marry yourself one of these sexy hot ladies who knows all about history and then she can sit there and talk to you about it while you're watching it. And then you're like, oh, yes, tell me more, beautiful. What? That's you. I'm talking about you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, whatever. I love uh, Charles II. Um, I kind of like his dumb dad, too. So there's that, you know. Um, there you go. I I love the stories of kings because they always have just the most scandalous mistresses, and the mistresses end up being a part of history in one way or another. And there's often documentation of them and their lives and the role that they played. And I just love that um, take on things. And Charles the Second was sort of notorious for having so many hoes, like. So many, so like many. famous women and like everybody's married and it doesn't fucking matter. He's the king. You know, and like and you could just be like living your life like, you know, and, scrubbing floors. And or he something. sees you and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I would like her. Make sure that she takes a shower first or a bath. And and they do that. And then your life has changed for him. No, he would just like give them like gold or whatever. But you know what I mean? Still, he's yeah. still like, oh my God, the king fucked me? Gross. That's weird. Yeah, but me, like, why you're <laughs> in there? He's married. You, you gotta think. Feel, you gotta like plot before you like when you get your chance. It's you gotta, just <laughs> fascinating to me. Oh man. And all of this shit is like real. Like these are real people. It's so fascinating. Anyway, I love it. I That's love that kind watch. of stuff. Um, and there's a lot of like his, uh, historical stuff in that series as well, and um, it was good. It's awesome. I love it. Who's in it? Rupert Everett is in and it, and Rufus Sewell. He's a babe. And uh, Ian McDermott is in it, who okay. played the Emperor in uh, all the Star Wars movies. And yes, everyone, <clears throat> all the men are wearing humongous <laughs> curls, curled wigs. Yeah. In every scene. Um, But if you look at the paintings of that time, they're all, I mean, Charles wore fucking insane wigs that were grotesque. (laughs) And remember when he showed up wearing his crown and shit with his giant wig? It's still not, they got nothing on He looks like a cocker spaniel, man. He's not wearing makeup or anything. No, he's not. Anyway. They're mag- they all look magnificent. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. There's something about <laughs> having to put on your wig to be magnificent. some tips that are straight out of our brand new book that we just created and put out there. So this is going to be 10 grow tips. 10 grow tips. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so <laughs> some of these tips are straight out of the, the book. Some of them are just like the touched on parts in the book that we 
put out there. So we're going to talk about them right now. We're going to jump right in. Okay. So this is a sampling, a taste, this just, just a for little, you guys because we adore you. We do adore you. So um, the first one is setting up your timer the right way. What does that mean? Why does it say your life schedule? Well, the reason I put your life schedule there is because you have to schedule your freaking girl around your life and activities that happen in your life. So when you're like looking at the instructions and it says, hey, it's you're going to start your plants off. You got to do it a 16 hours on and, uh, you know, eight hours off your light schedule. I'm going to do a little bit. Okay. Of green. No, I'm going to do blue cheese. Well, be careful. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you got to think about things like what time of day are you doing this? I mean, like what month are you starting this? Because are you going on vacation next month? Who's going to water your plants? Yeah. So yeah. you have to have 13 weeks, right? Where you're not going on vacation. Roughly 13 weeks. And then also you got to think about, do you, you got to water, you got to be able to like do stuff to your plants. You want to make sure you have a schedule set up. So whatever time of day you go in, the lights are on and on your plants and they're not turned off. Because if you go in there, let's say that you have your light scheduled to go off every day at six o'clock at night. Well, then that means you have to get down there and water your plants and do whatever you got to do before six o'clock. Otherwise, you're going down there in the dark and that's not good for your plants. And they're going to make them stressed out and you're going to have hermaphrodite plants. Okay. So anyway, that's tip number one. Which is not as fun as it sounds. No. (laughs) It's just useless weed, basically. So the next thing is. Bamboo rods. Mm, wait, wait. So that was tip number one. That was tip number one. Was think about your fucking life schedule, yeah. homies. Before you set your lights up and when you're going to do enter this. Before you start thing. your grow. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing and you have to make sure that you're around and all of that. Okay, to tip number two. Bamboo rods. Why and bamboo? Is it to spank your wife with? Sometimes. And then other times. Never. You never spank Is it to your chase wife. the cat with? Sometimes. Is it to give to Max to chew on? He won't chew on them. He's, they've, some of them have been out there. He just won't do it. Is it to mix your disgusting, foul, fish-smelling nutrients? That's one of the many uses of bamboo rods, <laughs> yes. So bamboo rods are awesome. And um, the reason they're cheap and they're sold at gardening stores. And you want you want to buy a pack. And pandas eat them. Pandas eat them. You can pretend to be a panda. If you you're if you're in the river trying to hide from people <laughs> shooting at you, you get under the water and you breathe through it. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you blend in with the environment. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you also use them to hold up your big dumbass plants when they're too big. Okay. Because why are they so big? <clears throat> because they're fucking swollen and pregnant with fertile cannabis yeah. buds that you're gonna smoke. And you gotta help that lady because, lady up because she yeah. can't. She's like delicate now. You gotta like brace her up and help her stand up straight. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Let I'm a bamboo rod. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, yes, the bamboo rod, you put them up there. You help your lady stand up straight so they're not bending over and about. They'll break. Those Some of those stems will break right off if they're so heavy with colas. Happened to me in the greenhouse just the other day. A little one. Okay, that's tip number two. Awesome. Tip number three. Water myths. And I'm not talking about, like water dragons what i'm talking about is purified water like do you need purified water to water your plants no do people do that yes 
So here's a little tip. If you really want to make sure, you, you know, I mean, like I'm the guy that goes out in a rainstorm and puts a bucket out there to try to get some rainwater sometimes. But um, here's what I think you can do. Just get yourself some good old tap water from the hose. Fill up a freaking bucket and then you can leave that bucket alone for a day. Two days is good, too. And all the chlorine will evaporate right on out of that water and you'll have some nice better water to mix your nutrients with <coughs> sorry but really all you got to worry about is um your ph levels man you gotta check those ph levels so here's another thing you can do um if you really want to add some bionics mm. to your water put an air pump with a hose and the hose goes into the water and just bubbles for a day while you're evaporating off that coin and then you got some oxygenated water so there you go. There's some water myth busting that you don't need purified water. You can make your own water awesome. And even if you don't, it's fine. Use it straight out. Spray it on your plants. It's fine. <laughs> right my out plants of your like awesome. That's my water. Cool. Thank Thanks. you. Okay. Okay. I did just do another dab, but I did a small. Good. Now take a dab. break. Take a break. Okay, the next one is a tip, really. It's containers and what to choose. I say use fabric pots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Smart pots. Yeah, smart pots. They're uh, Now they've got so many knockoff brands, like they vary in price. Um, and even if you go on Amazon, you can buy them in different sizes and stuff. Um, I use five-gallon fabric pots. They're awesome. They get off. They have handles. They have handles on them. And the great thing about them is your root get to breathe and you know whatever you're growing in either soil or cocoa we grow in cocoa you're you, you got a lot of air going in through there it makes your roots nice and happy i say use them and then you can use them just rinse them out real good after each grow some mm-hmm. people say put them in the washing machine i say don't do that because mm-hmm. i did that once it was stupid you uh, have used those forever forever for soil growth yeah so for growth. hydroponics in a big bucket right no oh um, no, I did I'm that. Sorry, I'm <laughs> That's stupid. a good that, You're not stupid. That was something else. <laughs> what was that? Those are called net pots. And there I remember this. Right. What was that? That is a cap that fits on top of the bucket and it has a plastic bucket that goes in the middle. It goes down, you and fill it they, up with uh, coat those pebbles, those and then they reach pebbles. down. Yeah, and the roots go into the because they can smell it. They're like, I need the water. And what you do is you water like so you got oxygenated, bubbling, nutrient rich water in the base of the bucket. And it's you have seriously tried everything. Yeah, I've even tried aquaponics, where you put the seedlings in a PVC tube, and then you put plugs in the holes, and then you shoot water through it like continuously, nutrient water in a reservoir, and it just loops around, and then your nutrients are the roots grow in the tube. It's a weird way. The plants don't get very big that way. Anyway, enough about driving off track on that one but get yourself some fabric pots they're radical and i i you know because you gotta be able to have drainage too water's gotta drain out and if you have a plastic home depot bucket unless you drill holes in the bottom there's no way for water to get out so you gotta breathe and they gotta drain yep next tip what low wattage lights in veg equals Uh better results and the reason i say this is if you're growing inside in a tent you know, you're really tempted to be like, I want a ton of lights in there. I'm going to get the best lights. I just spent $1,200 on this light. I'm going to put it in the right, turn it on. $1,200? I don't know. Some people do that. And that's fine. I mean, I understand why. So um, you don't need a ton of light in veg. And someone once told me, a light maker, told, uh, told me, he's like, don't. 
turn on too many lights. You don't, you want low wattage in uh, your veg period because it has to simulate spring. And the sun's not, you know, overhead burning down on your face. It's real gentle. And you want to think blue because the color blue is the color in the spectrum that plants like in veg. So anyway, I turned mine down and it really did wonders. It was like a gentle. I think what I'm trying to say is the, the veg state is like your... You're little babies, man. You're like, you're like, hey, take it easy. Don't get all stressed out. You know, here's some blue light. So anyway, look, you don't need tons of light in the veg stage. It's okay to even use one light, okay? If it covers up your tent, like, you know, area with light by doing the formula that's in my book that you can buy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next one. What's up? Defoliating your plants. What does that mean, babe? What does that mean? Is it like when you fucking exfoliate your face? With the... Derma roll? Yeah, it's kind of like that only if your face was made of leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So basically what you're doing is... Okay, now, some people, there's two schools of thought. I say try them both and see which one works for you. But what you want to do is... When your plants get to be bigger, right when they switch to the flower mode, cut leaves, cut a ton of leaves off your plant. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They'll grow fully back in like three days. Okay. So if you, I even heard today that they defoliate every leaf they can get to with scissors easily. And then the entire plant regrows all its leaves back right when they switch to flower. Um, And this guy said they did it. Three times to one plant. And it was like the bushiest, biggest cola plant I'd ever seen in my life. But are you so excited to try this stuff? Yes. So anyway, do that. Don't I guess like defoliate those plants. Get rid of the dead leaves at the very least. The yellow leaves. Hey, bitch. Get rid of leaves. <laughs> try it. Cut those fucking leaves They'll off. They'll grow right back just like your skin cells will in your fucking face. The plant. Yeah, it's good for it. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. Pouring nutrients into the measuring glass. Why is this so difficult? Is there an easier way? I'll tell you why it's difficult. Because the measuring glass that oftentimes home growers get mm-hmm. is a little shot glass size measuring glass. Because mm-hmm. you're measuring out things like up to 10 milliliters, okay? Okay. Um, that's not a lot of liquid. But then here comes your two-gallon fucking jug of nutrients that you're trying to like juggling spilling that shit everywhere (laughs) like you end up pouring it like into the shot glass and 30 milliliters going there you have to throw away 20 milliliters and then you don't get that right so you have to go back and pour fucking more to get it to 10 so anyway it's just a nightmare so instead of juggling fucking splashing nasty smelling liquids all over your body Yes. Get something that's in between the shot glass and the two-gallon jug. Get a fucking measuring cup would be better. Okay? Anything. Okay. Sorry, homie. It's okay. There are even on the big kind, you can get a plunger hand dispenser thing and screw it in there. Think of liter bottles of shampoo. Yeah. Think of that. So anyway, you got to get... There you go. So there you go. Put it in a... Transfer from bigger to medium size, from medium to small. And then you'll be able to do that. Or use a syringe. I've seen people use syringes if they can. But you got to put it in there. But yeah. You got to put it in something else to get the syringe in there. So anyway, 
There you do that. Okay. Here's another thing. What? Tip. Bitch. Okay, you, you just bought, a, you spent so much money on your nutrients, and they're not cheap. Wait, this is 10, 9, this is number 8. Number 8. Okay? Storing your nutrients to prolong their life. Can't I just store them in the on the windowsill? Oh, no. Why? Because why? it ruins them. <laughs> There's a reason why they're not in see-through bottles. They're trying to shade the precious, stinky, nasty-smelling liquids on the inside from all, like... You got to keep those in a dry, dark place. So put it like I put mine in my grow room because guess what? It's dry and dark and um, I get them out of the sun and also don't leave them outside. Like don't like I have done. Put them in your greenhouse and forget about them and they go through an entire winter and then you get into their summer and you're like, hey, awesome. I have a whole bottle of this stinky bat guano poop. And then you touch the bottle and it explodes everywhere because it's got gases and shit built up in it. So what? Yeah. So don't do any of those things. Just take your nutrients. Put mine are not out. Um, I am stoned, and I feel great. Can I just say that? Yeah. I just feel so good. Next one. How to trim your... Number nine. Trimming your weed. How do you do it? <laughs> wet or dry? Wet, wet, or dry? Which one? All the time. First you do it wet, then you do it dry. <laughs> Try them both. See which works for you. Um, <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I mean, like, I've tried them both. Someone told me, because um, I used to cut every fucking leaf off of it when I was hanging it upside down and dry and spend forever doing it and then hanging it upside down. And then the thought process is like, you're done trimming. But then I went to a dispensary once and I was like, hey, blah, 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 what do you do about trimming? He goes, oh, we just cut off the big fan leaves and leave everything else and let it dry. And then we go in and cut it. And I'm like, that's preposterous. That's poppycock. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try that. So I did it. And it, I like it better. Because, <laughs> because you cut the big leaves off. And then um, when you're hanging them upside down, the, it, the leaves that are left like just turn dry and kind of crinkle up. And there's something about manicuring them then. Like you can just like shave them because they're dry and yeah shriveled. so i don't know it's just easier than going through and cutting like you know it you can get a lot more it takes less time i guess that's what i'm trying to say so try them both though i mean i've done them both ways and then the last one the very last one what is uh yeah the last one is curing oh. okay what to do when it's too wet still what oh, do you do easy. when you're curing your weed? I know that. What do you do? You open it up. You open the lid up. What? Because you perfected this, actually. So what do you actually do? Like you're up in your room, got I your jar just, of weed. I would just leave it open for a little bit. And it just kind of depended on how big the jar was that you had given me and how much weed was in there. But you just feel when it starts to feel not so wet. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, you would take it out and lay it out sometimes on like a cloth or something and then put it back in there. Sometimes you leave it out overnight, right? Sometimes I would keep it open overnight, yeah. Yeah. So there or you like go. Keep it open all day. Because um, it was, yeah, like really still sticky and stuff, but like still wet and it just wouldn't burn well and it would be impossible to grind. Um, and that's, yeah. So there you go. To leave that jar open for a, a while and it's okay. Because you know what? If you if you go, oh, my God, I forgot about it. And I woke up and I went to work and I came home and my jar of weed's still open. It's okay. Shut it. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Just put it away. Probably that's probably the right amount. 
And that's it. Those are my top 10. If you want to learn more stuff like this, go check out our growers guide. Grow go to thestonermom.com forward slash grow. That's right. And then here's some music. Go here. Yeah, you do it. What's up, Dave? Nothing. How are you? Good. How are you? Your hair looks good. Oh, thank you. Um, what was I going to say? You're going to talk about your grow. Yes. And what was going on. So let it. me tell you what's going on. Some ma- I want to know. Some major things are going on. I'll tell you what's going on. It snowed last night. Oh, shit. So what did I do? I went into emergency winterization preparation mode. Oh, man. I really went in there and I did, made some hard decisions like this is a boy plant. I'm die, sure of it. Die, die. So I pulled all the ones that I would like. You're on the fence, lady. You're gone. You're out of here. <laughs> oh I, and I destroyed them. And, <gasps> I, and then the, a glorious thing happened. I recycled all my cocoa coir that I got out of my bags. Like the ones that were super clung to the roots, that's fine. I'm not shaking roots of a fucking weed plant for cocoa. So I put it in my disposal area and then I um took at the bottom of the uh grow pot was a ton of cocoa. And it's it was right there, but now it's in the grow room. It filled up a whole five gallon bucket full of cocoa. So I'm recycling that shit, man. That's awesome. Um I'm gonna use it again. Right. I'll wow. Use, yeah, I'll use that again. And then... And Botanic Air even sent you a whole bunch of new I stuff, know. right? Oh, yeah. But you're recycling. I'm recycling like you're supposed to do with cocoa. Mm-hmm. And then I had to put a fucking heater in the greenhouse and crank it on and shut the door and lock it and pray that everything was okay. And then when I came out this morning, when I left my greenhouse, it was like, you know, 60 degrees and kind of breezy at night. And um and then I wake up and there's fucking snow everywhere and it's snowing, so I crept down there. I went in the morning time, opened my greenhouse and everything was fine and it wasn't too hot and they were they were like we're still here we made it and I'm like yeah, I'm so <laughs> proud of you girls. <laughs> <laughs> they got through it. They made it and, and now yeah. the snow's done. Now the snow's done. So um then I checked on them again later in the afternoon. They're still great. So. Let's get let's let's hear it for those girls. Let's give them a big round of applause. Yay. They're good, and uh, that's what's going on. They're looking beautiful. All the ones that are in there have nice, big, fat buds, and they're so green and fragrant and beautiful. And that's it. And I'm propping them up with bamboo rods because I love them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's what's going on <coughs> in my grow. Okay. All right, so I think tonight I'm going to make some chicken fried rice. Yes. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to eat that. That's going to revive me. That's going to be... I'm going to have hardcore munchies on this on I'm this chick fly lie. So let's get that going. I'm going to shave this fucking beard off that I have. It, I, I don't know if you'd call it a beard. I think I'm close to a beard. What do you think? No, that's not a beard. Okay. I can't stand it. But it's it. a lot of hair. You Should I get totally have a beard. Should I keep going? No. I don't want to anymore. I hate it. He just does it because I like it because it's the only hair that grows that is like white yeah. and gray, like silver and white. 
And the hair on his head doesn't do that for some reason. Yeah, so it's fun every once in a while to do it. But then my It's fa- like, hey, yeah, look at you. You're wise. I'm wise. <laughs> you're, let me, you're let a me wise think about that for man. a minute. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> yes. As I'm stroking my chin and whispers. It's, it's incredibly uncomfortable. At, for the husband, for the wife, it's like you for just, every partner. It's like involved. you ran a roll, derma roller all over your face. No. <laughs> That's, oh, I guess I could use your, but you're not made out of titanium needles. I could, what about titanium needles? I could use your beard as my derma roller. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, but they're not, well, they're not 100% titanium, not all of them. So anyway, <laughs> you know how Superman had to shave his face? No. He had to use his laser eyes and bounce it in a mirror off a mirror and use the lasers to shave his face. Because he's the man of steel and if he tried to use a razor, it would just break on his fucking super hairs. That seems very inconvenient. That's what happens when you're a fucking alien from another world living on Earth and you're like trying to... I'm not a Superman fan. I'm not either. I don't like him. Of all the stories of these ridiculous non humans Superman is my least favorite he's not even a human being he's an alien from another dead world it's weird can we have a human superhero like Spider-Man's my favorite awesome I understand yeah he's very cool and who everybody loves Spider-Man and he's hilarious okay so anyway that's it. I think that we don't have anything else to talk about. I'm completely dabbed out. Dabbing all day has wrecked me. It's wrecked you. Seven o'clock. I feel like it's fucking midnight. You know what? And then I need you to should go have to check it. checked yourself. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So bye. Don't don't do too many dabs. Yeah. Fall asleep. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mama Dad Stone is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, please. And please, 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 pretty please go give us a rating, a five-star review. It um, is so helpful. And yeah, we I'm stoned. But it's super good for the show and helps our reach and all that, which is ultimately good for us. And, you know, we do this as our full-time job now. Not just the podcast, but the stoner mom in general. Um, So all the support is like so greatly appreciated. Follow David on Instagram at C.O. Weed Grower. Follow me everywhere at the stoner mom. It's true. And don't forget to go buy our new grow guide if you're interested in growing and you want an easy way to do it. Go check it out. Check it out at thestonermom.com forward slash grow. We'll be back next week with another episode for y'all. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Until next week, you be safe and you be responsible. Okay? Be kind. But you also need to be sure that you're being kind and smoke weed every day. Bye. Bye.